0: of the month. Here's your host, Katie Lazarus.
1: Welcome to Employee of the Month. I'm your host, Katie Lazarus. And in this episode, I sat down with the infectiously funny Andrew Rannells. And by infectious, I don't mean that you're going to get chlamydia, but uh, I actually can't speak to the other STDs. Andrew is an unbelievable Grammy Award winning actor. You may recognize his voice from his role as Elder Price in The Book of Mormon or from HBO's Girls, where he plays the part of Elijah he is absolutely a wonderful treat as a human being. It was such a joy to interview him. Andrew references a lot of other folks who are on the live taping, which means just come to the live tapings. Esther Perel, who's a therapist. Danny Burstein, who's on... Cap, who's on who's in cabaret he may be on a cabaret but he's also in cabaret as well as danny's wife who's also an unbelievable actor rebecca Luker, who was there so that just means come to the show so you'll understand all of andrew's references you can listen to their interviews on itunes as well but only after you listen to my interview with mr andrew Reynolds. he
2: um originated the role of elder price on broadway's book of Mormon. <laughs> And you may also know him from Girls As Playing Elijah. Please welcome, without further ado, Mr. Andrew Rankels. So first of
0: all... Yes. Um, so, I mean... I can't, I mean that last guess, I mean like, amazing. Yes, oh, brilliant. Eye-opening. Yes. It explains a lot.
2: Well, I wanted to give one tip that she gives, although I'm, I do recommend getting the book, but I do no, want to I'm say one of the things that I, I recommend um, from her is that she talks about seeing your partner as a separate person. So instead of just looking at them really up close, to gaze at them from afar. Oh yeah. Remember I told you, you told that. Me this. Yeah.
0: You told me that trick, yeah. and it's a good one.
2: It's really helpful to remember that this is a separate person.
0: Um, somebody once told me a good trick, too, like when, you're, when you first meet someone. It's along the same lines. That don't imagine them as like, oh, this is a person I want to have sex with. You think of them as like, oh, this is my boyfriend. And all of a sudden, sometimes like, the attraction goes away completely. Because then sometimes the things that are like, oh, he's cute and quirky, you're like, what? fucking dick. He's such an asshole.
2: I think you just also explain the difference between like a gay man and
0: a straight woman in New York. No, but I, I <laughs> encourage straight girls to do that to be like, is this somebody I really like? And then like, just picture them as your boyfriend and be like, oh my God, he's terrible. Why is his job so bad? <laughs> and then, um, then you'll be fine
2: let's segue is this. there a
0: train under here yes there okay. it is. So it was like I'm tremoring I have a drink which is weird <laughs> <laughs> like, is there a daycare nearby what can make this better so I want to also say that we had a, our first date yes I completely fell in love with you and my friend Susanna Shudkoski who's here I was talking about you and then after like the second day of talking about you she was like fucking enough with Katie Lassers she's like I've had it with this girl like what are you talking about Cause I just kept like quoting you and like, talking about you and like funny things you said. <laughs> and she was like, enough, stop.
2: Um, so let, let us really- Also,
0: by the way, I like how you started. I like how you started to give your guests water and then it just went away. <laughs> Hard times, Kate? <laughs> Cause yeah, it was like, there was water. And then like all of a sudden after the fucking marketing guy, like the water went away. He took it so with I him. brought my whiskey. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't well, need thank water. you for your chair. Well,
2: actually, you know what? I'm going to start out since this one's. Since Let's we're, talk about Since we're here. No, no, no. I, I gave Danny Burstein coffee because he's. Who's going...
0: the best? And where's Rebecca? I'm, I'm,
2: I know, Rebecca Luker?
0: Oh, my God. I'm I've been talking about you so much this week. Okay, let, this yes. is such
2: a Hollywood love fest. with oh like, I God. love you. Like, no one in accounting, like, introduces their friends and be like, oh,
0: uh, Johnny, he no. is a genius. No, but Rebecca Luker is the greatest. She's the best. She's the best, and I, like, I've never gotten to work with her or do anything with her, but I'm
2: But just, maybe like, after just, this interview, you will. What the
0: fuck is that?
2: So I got you wine because you no longer... To show up to go to work anymore every day. Oh, now that you're thank a TV you.
0: actor. Well, thank you, um, let's Monstant. <laughs> Eight That's dollars at your local bodega. Thank you, sir. No,
2: it was 14. Chateau Diane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Deli? <laughs> deli wine, Chateau Diane.
2: Okay, let's go it's back. Not to wine, the before you guys. You could drink Chateau Diane. I want to um, go back to one of your. No, this isn't not. your first commercial because you're clearly a seasoned actor in it. Oh shit! But it was a it was a great commercial because there are two stars who obviously got picked once they were seen in this commercial.
0: Let's hear it. You know it. Is. I love you how, how everyone's you. like I Summer know thank it. You. So far. With love in mind. Amy Adams. You guys, it's literally Amy Adams. And that's me on the right. That's me. That's not me. Amy Adams and I did that commercial together. That's so crazy. Isn't that
2: amazing? They showed it. That was her
0: first on-camera job. And now I look back at it and I was like, is that really considered on-camera? I don't know, I don't
2: know. But we already went to the next clip of oh, you. Oh shit. This is from another production.
0: Oh fuck. Oh shit.
2: So let's, let's discuss. Let's fucking do it.
0: Let's
2: do it. What happened in your childhood that propelled you to go I theater? literally, in retrospect,
0: would have rather done like a snuff film or porn than do this show. And you know what's weird is that like even Remember, at t- 21 when I was like cast in Pokemon Live, I was like, I'm going to fucking regret this every day of my life. <laughs> but I was so poor that I was like, eh, fuck it. Who well, cares. you couldn't
2: have been that poor because you've been acting since you were very young.
0: Yeah, but I was a tiny, t- tiny little child when I did that. Well I was you're 21 become, years old and I was like, I have no money. And like, it was Radio City and they were like, please do this thing. It's a, like not please do this thing, like I auditioned. I was like an asshole and I was like, I'll do it. <laughs> what is it? I'll go. Um, and then I got cast in it and then I had to do it for like ever. And like, I've never been more sad. And I remember there was a moment with this girl cause not, we had to go on tour with it. So I was in, I was in Indianapolis and it was like, it was in a, a, the State Farm Arena. And it was half of it was ice. And then half of it was like, literally were like, they played hockey. And they put down like, plyboard. And they put some chairs down. And then we did the show. And then backstage, they didn't put down plyboard. So there was just ice. And I remember sitting on a speaker in that fucking wig and crying, being like, what's my life? What have I done? The worst ever.
2: So did this pre- it can only go up.
0: It can only go up.
2: Did this precede your voiceover career in Pokemon? No, this
0: actually. Well, I had done a bunch of voiceover stuff, and then I was I got this job, and I was not a dummy. So like, I went to the producers, and I was like, "Look, I have done some like voiceover, and I as a kid like did some like Saturday morning cartoons like on ABC and shit. So I was like, I'm not I I know I have a skill. So I went to those producers, and I was like, I want to be on your shows. And they let me be on their shows, and I did it for like I don't know three years. I did like Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh and like all that fucking Japanimation shit.
2: I think it would be fun to show. I'm cursing
0: more than anyone.
2: That's okay. Up it's here at the end of the evening, these for the late. I
0: know this is um, a good end. I'm I surprised you-, you all stayed, quite frankly.
2: <laughs> I wanted you to show off okay. your your um. My skills, and so I got a book for you to read. Oh, Um, a cold reading. It's a cold reading. We should warn. You're going to read the first page. Oh shit! Through to there, to that red mark.
0: That's so much reading in
2: a Pokemon. So
0: by the way, I you know how Twitter really like sometimes fucks you in the ass. I was like a little upset about Adina Menzel. Like you know, she's on the Oscars. She's fucking singing some songs. Don't stall, but yeah. No, I'm just gonna say. And then like you know, like she's a. Like a claimed Broadway actress, and like, yes. she gets her chance to sing on the fucking Oscars. And what does that guy do? But he like fucks up her name. And I was like, that's so soul crushing in so many ways. Now I understand that like everybody's talking about it, it's so much fun.
2: Are you so, talking about the, the gay man who messed up her name? What was I'm that? I'm not guy's talking about name? the gay man,
0: I'm talking about the man in the wig.
2: Well, are you out okay. with you?
0: You, Same don't, guy.
2: you don't want to out him because he's in Scientology. Right.
0: I don't know for the Scientologist. Anyway, people were like, don't make fun of him because he's dyslexic. This is gonna show my dyslexia.
2: Okay, oh. Because okay. I'm just
0: gonna like cold read something <laughs> and it's gonna be bad.
2: What in in a Pokemon do? in a Pokemon voice. What do you want me to do right now? Read it in Pokemon voice to show us what it means to be a voiceover artist. Hank and I had sex on the staircase today.
0: <laughs> right there. Flat-out, spontaneous sex with our clothes mostly still on. (laughs) Steps digging into my back. The banister acting as a bedpost. It was quick and skillful. But I don't buy into that whole belief that married couples don't have sex because today was proof that Hank and I still do. I made a cut.
2: You can take that home with you if you want.
0: I would like to take this home with me because Paris Hilton says... Kendra Wilkinson holds nothing back. <laughs> she did porn. Of was, course she doesn't hold anything back. She was, showed her <laughs> vagina to the world.
2: Speaking of vaginas, um, you recently had one of your first sex scenes. Oh. On television. I did. And I want to... I tried sh- to
0: drink and talk at the same time.
2: I want to show a clip, clip of... Dependency. Of, um, of that show. I'm going to show a clip of that show. Uh, if you haven't seen Girls and you've, you've only heard about it, we can show a, a segment. Um, this is from one of your, this is from your first episode on it that we're going to go. And I'm sorry to, to um...
0: No, please. Lauren Kling, everybody. Lauren Kling. It's true.
1: It's true?
0: Oh, and I, I hate that you found out through the post- Collegiate rumor mill. But I'm glad that you heard because you know things with Bo were moving so quickly and I just felt like eventually we were going to either see you or Oh. What's his name? Yes.
2: And Bo is My lover. Whose name?
0: Yes. I didn't know. Oh
1: so Oh. You're
0: gay. Oh, well, I don't um I don't say gay. I don't say straight either. I'm 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 with a person of my own gender, which which essentially means that I am, you it's know. I,
1: um which I love.
0: Well, thank you. Which I love. Thank you. Oh, Hannah. Hannah, 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 Hannah. Don't she's the Don't, don't. Okay.
1: don't. okay. I'm fine. What I'm having right now is an inappropriate physical reaction to my total joy for you and
0: your self-discovery. Thank you so much, thank you. And listen, I want you to know that this this exploration uh, was very much inspired by you. I do explore. I do. I mean, right
1: now, I'm seeing this guy, and uh, sometimes I let him hit me on the side of my body, so.
0: I, I mean, that, that's great that you're seeing someone. Can I get another? Makers on the rocks. It's Rammels. It's the tap. <laughs> um, Lena Dunham. I mean, could not be smarter or funnier or nicer. I just love her.
2: It is true. She is. She is. Absolutely brilliant. And okay. I and I was going to ask you actually, is this the first time where you've played a role where not the character, but like the tone of the script is true to who you are?
0: Well, it's like. I mean does
2: that make sense what I was asking yes you? and no
0: because okay. like I had a similar experience with Book of Mormon where like I met Trey and Matt and like I was like doing it and I was like oh I'm this sort of like type a guy who like I could very easily imagine myself in that situation and and uh, being and being that a Mormon way. yeah in the Book of Mormon and like and like just It was, it was, it it sort of very easily clicked in me that I was like, that's great.
2: Can you, can you, it's not everyone can afford $9,000 tickets. So can you explain just really briefly who Trey and Matt are?
0: Trey Parker and Matt Stone, who created the TV show South Park, wrote a musical called The Book of Mormon that they very graciously let me be in. And, and, you know, it's one of those moments as an actor where you like, you, your talent meets the, the material, you know? So then you're like, oh, I know how to do this thing. And with girls, it was very similar, that it was like a different part of me, but I felt like, oh, I know how to do this. I know, I know that this is a, a thing that I can do. Because they re- if you, if and girls you...
2: rewrote the role for you.
0: They did rewrite the role for me, because it was written as like, like a heavyset bearded yogi, was how it was written in the, the breakdown. And then I was, I was, so they asked me to come in for it, and I was like, oh, fuck. Um... <laughs> I don't know if I can like, you know, there's nothing at Ricky's to help me get this job. Like I'm not gonna be able to pull this off. But um, but I went and I like met with Lena and, I, and we improv a lot it was like so fun. And she just like, she, we just hit it off and she was like, okay, we can, we can make this work.
2: This is just a technical question, but do you wear some yeah. type of Spanx when you're, you're having a nude scene and sex? Do they like Spanx for your genitals? It's the worst.
0: Every, I mean like you wear a thing that's, the technical term is a cocksuck. <laughs> It's literally just, like, a piece of fabric that you, like, like, wind around your genitals. And the girls, for the girls, it's worse because it's adhesive. So it's literally like a tape. So when Allison and I were, like, having... Allison Williams and I had, like, fake sex on girls, her vagina was, like, weirdly, like, taped shut, and mine, like, junk was, like, in a net. And we were just rubbing it. But God bless Allison Williams, she said to me, she was like, I just want you to know, at some point, your penis is gonna touch my vagina, and we have to be okay with that. (laughs) I was like, I'm okay with that. It's gonna be okay. And we were so concerned, like, the great thing about that was we were so concerned about what we smelled like, because, like, we were kissing so much that it was, like, this Listerine, and then, like, the makeup department gave us this body lotion that was, like, it was called layer cake. (laughs) It was like a shimmer lotion <laughs> and it, would, it smelled like like Duncan Hines and, um, and so we smelled like cake and Listerine strips while I was like dry humping her. It was terrible. Delicious.
2: I want to shift back to, to Book of Mormon for a second. You were part of this. It's, it's a cultural experience. How many people by a, sh- a show of Hands and Whoops and Wallers have seen Book of Mormon? <laughs> Thank God for either corporate accounts, or trust funds, or sensible jobs, and-, and make a wish. Um, but
0: it-, it might be sick people here, we don't know.
2: It felt like- <laughs> We don't
0: know. I think
2: they're on stage.
0: <laughs> and they're crazy sick. If there was Make-A-Wish for mentally ill people, like, fucking jackpot. <laughs>
1: I'm not gonna unpack. Go ahead,
2: that what's your question? One. But there's a wonderful psychiatrist in the audience, Dr. Billy Tucker, who's here. I your see
0: psychiatrist you. is here?
2: Not mine, not mine. I can't, I, I know. He's, he's so thoughtful that he actually works with um, homeless people. He's worked with a lot of different kinds of
0: folks. I just fell asleep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: anyways, uh, so
1: <laughs> okay, so in. I
0: thought this was a segment about me. Yes.
2: Yeah. I'm just so impressed that your boyfriend handles this emotional neediness, but he's in LA, so that's how it works.
0: Yeah, he's totally like Alan on the whole bit.
2: Okay, no, good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I just rushed through that too, and I was like, okay, good, let's get to my question. On,
0: um, right. Thank you. Keep going.
2: Um, Book of Mormon felt like this cultural experience, the same way like when I went to see Borat, and everyone is laughing, and they're in so much physical pain. Were you proud of... Bringing into the public consciousness, and I think it's the first time I've ever heard it or seen it in a, a Broadway musical or theater, baby raping.
0: <laughs> it's true. There's literal baby raping that happened in our show.
2: But you, you talk about it. Um, We a, a do. And it was like, look, too.
0: it's a thing that happened. It's a thing that happened in Uganda. It's like a thing. It's like a real thing. Trey and Matt didn't write, like... They're, they're very smart. They're very smart and very talented guys. They didn't make up any shit. They just, like, went through the fucking news. And we, we just told what was happening at that time in Uganda. So, yes, so there was baby raping that happened in Uganda. They just said it to music. And <laughs> that's disturbing, but we did it. And it's now wildly accepted <laughs> across, the, across the U.S., there's, like, yeah, it's kind of crazy. It
1: was a
2: phenomenal show, and I was wondering when you were preparing, I know that you're not religious, because I don't, it's Ash Wednesday, and I don't see True. any black on you. No, but come
0: on with the fucking Ash Wednesday. Susanna, <laughs> okay, so we... Uh, look, I was raised Catholic. I totally get it. I totally get
2: it. I'm, like, this is I'm what you're supposed to do. I'm myself on behalf How, of all Christians.
0: However, do you, must you walk about the town... <laughs> Is like a badge of what? <laughs> a badge of, like, what? What are, you, what are you saying? Like, I believe in death. Like, what are you saying? You got
2: to go to confession for free. You didn't have to pay Come for a on, therapy You don't appointment. E- ever
0: have to pay for it. You just, like, go, and the Catholics will fucking deal with it. But, like, no, but I must most you of walk around with, like, a smudge? Because no priest, if a priest was, like, detail-oriented yes. and did a cross, yes. that'd be one thing. But most priests do, like, a weird, like, you know, it's like a fucking aspirin. Like Not a,
2: everyone has multiple talents, Andrew.
0: I mean, as a child in Catholic school, you left that shit on because you're like, oh, it makes me different. As an adult, you look like an asshole. And I saw some in the lobby, and I'm sorry if you're in here, but you look like a douche. <laughs>
2: Is that the man in the Brooks <laughs> brother tie? Um.
0: It's J. Crew.
2: Oh, do you guys get every? Because you guys do a lot of product placement for J. Crew on HBO and Jenna Lyons. The yeah, uh, well, do you, you, do you getting... get free clothes from J. I J. Crew? I don't. You should no, work. No, I that. don't.
0: I like. I spend most of my paycheck at J. Crew. I don't. I don't get nothing free. Okay.
2: And now you are writing in your own voice.
0: You have a script oh, yes. with Judd Apatow. I do, I do. What I was, is it about? Well, the very supportive Judd Apatow has encouraged me to, to write, which is very nice. And, and Trey Parker as well, which is, which is you know, um, which is great. It's great. It's great to like, um, to note. I mean, it's very hard, as you know, to sort of put yourself out here, as you're doing, and be like, this is me, and there's nothing between me and the thing that I'm putting out, and, um, so it's a little scary, but I, am lucky that I have the support of, you know, Judd, and Lena, and, and Jenny Connors, who's executive producer of, of Girls, and, um... I have their support, which is really great. So it's it's been very, uh, it's a supportive atmosphere to try this out.
2: I want to thank you for being so much fun in real life and such a pleasure on stage. Right? I love
1: you. That's it for this episode of Employee of the Month. Thank you all for listening. Thank you to Ian Bazal for editing this together. And if you're in New York, come to the next two live tapings, April 10th and May 6th at Joe's Pub. Either way, I think we all need a drink, right? Didn't that put you in such a celebratory mood? Yeah, I know. I wish I made SAG rates too.